This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Morning Briefing on Monday the 15th of March. Boris Johnson has said he is deeply concerned by the way police handled a vigil for Sarah Everard in London on Saturday. Officers handcuffed women and removed them from the gathering on Clapham Common. The Prime Minister will chair a meeting of the Crime and Justice Task Force later as pressure grows on the head of the Metropolitan Police to resign. Nadine Batchelor-Hunt, political correspondent for Politics Joe, says there's a lot to talk about. When it comes to making streets safer, what needs to be taken into account is the way that the Met behaved. So, you know, more police on the streets isn't necessarily going to solve this issue. And I think there tends to be a kind of pushback onto, well, we need more police, we need better police, but we also need to think, why are the police, why did the police act the way they did? And make sure that it's a holistic approach rather than knee-jerk. Meanwhile, plans to give extra powers to police to crack down on protests will be debated by MPs later. Critics claim the Police Crime Sentencing and Courts Bill would impose disproportionate controls on the right to protest. The Times' chief political correspondent, Henry Zeffman, says events in recent days have already changed the dynamic of the debate today. The Labour Party was planning to abstain on that piece of legislation. I mean, this is just the second reading vote, which is one of the stages of the parliamentary process, but an important stage nevertheless. And they changed their mind in the wake of what happened at Clapham Common. Keir Starmer came out and said, actually, we're not going to abstain, we're going to oppose. Two of the biggest names in hospitality are threatening to take the government to court over its roadmap for easing England's lockdown. Pizza Express investor Hugh Osmond and Greater Manchester's nighttime economy advisor Sasha Lord claim the industry is losing £200 million a day. In a letter to the Prime Minister, they said there is no evidence or justification to open shops five weeks before pubs and restaurants, calling the move plainly irrational. Boris Johnson has promised to help make the UK match fit when he unveils his plan for modernising the armed forces and foreign policy tomorrow. The Prime Minister has said there will be more investment in infrastructure and skills around the country. He's also announced that 500 foreign office jobs will be moving from London to East Kilbride. Dog trainers say they're seeing a surge in demand for their services because of rising numbers of puppies with severe behavioural problems. The trend for a pandemic puppy means that more pets are unsocialised. Elizabeth Perlman is the lifestyle writer at The Times. One woman I spoke to said that um, her puppy was literally sort of howling when she left the house momentarily because they're just so not used to, you know, not having that constant attention and contact from their owner. We're being promised more frequent, cheaper, greener and easier to use buses as part of a £3 billion government investment. As part of the overhaul, daily price caps will be introduced so people can use the bus as many times a day as they need. More evening and weekend services will also be introduced and all buses will accept contactless payments. And Beyoncé has become the most decorated female act in Grammy history with her 28th award. Her wins on the night included Best R&B Performance, Rap Performance, Rap Song and Music Video. Taylor Swift also made history at Sunday's ceremony by becoming the first female artist ever to win Album of the Year three times. You can hear more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.